This is Linnea, and you're listening to Without Your Head, which I've done in a lot of movies. Have a good day, and stay scared. station of decapitation without your head i'm nasty neil that would make me terrible troy i'm treacherous Tristan. and we're here we had to reschedule the the uh scheduled guest but she will be on in the near future so we're here for our 13 final girls of horror that was a fitting uh 13 for women in horror month it'll be a fun time yes so uh if you're in the chat room you can uh, yell at us if, if we pick yeah. ones you don't think belong, or you can yell at us if we missed any, or you can agree with us. You don't have to yell. <laughs> I think I'll have some that people are like, what the hell is that doing there? But that's usually Thank my you. way. Yeah. And in the future, if you're not in here live, just remember on Thursday nights, we're live 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. You can join the interactive chat and uh, have fun with us. And we do some pop-up shows here and there. So you subscribe and you hit that little bell icon. It'll give you notifications when we go live. All right. So who's going to start with number 13 tonight? Um, we'll go ladies first, I think. Thank you. I feel like you guys always go ladies first. I, I appreciate <laughs> That's that. That's okay. <laughs> um, so my 13 is um, Victoria from Terrifier. Oh, that's an excellent choice. Yep, yep. Thank you. Yeah, I, I come at things as an actor mostly, so I would love to play that kind of role. I love that she's got a great arc, you know, from victim to perpetrator, and her uh, face is really cool, and I'm a Terrifier fan. 
I am too. I, lo- I love Terrifier. I think that's, you know, I think sometimes people overuse, you know, uh, icon, classic and stuff, but I think that's definitely uh, for modern horror, an iconic uh, character. Oh, no doubt. It's and I was on my 21 list, but didn't make my 13. That was my honorable <laughs> mention. I like that you even showed it for proof. In case mm-hmm. you thought you were yeah, your- we believe you, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> well, she right might. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't. She hasn't known you as long as I have. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what is your number 13? Oh, by the way, too, uh, we have no connection to them, but I forget. What's that company, Troy, you like that makes the, the figures that have the clothes and the movement? I have the. Oh, uh, oh, uh, Sideshow. Sideshow Toys. Yeah, they just put out an Art the Clown. No. Amazing. Oh, that's awesome, because I just saw that they had a new Harryhausen. They, um, you had posted it, I think. Yeah, the, uh, the back and- Yeah, yep. It's so awesome. I think they have five different ones from the Harryhausen line. So that's that's pretty. Is it a six scale mill? The um, it's the big ones like my friend. Oh, nice. Yeah. All the movement. He's got like cha- interchangeable hands and stuff. <sighs> that's totally badass. But as a side note, the Kraken, though, I always wanted the Kraken from the old Clash of the, the Champions, Clash of the Titans uh, figure line. I had all the regular figures, but I never had the Kraken because I don't think we ever found him anywhere. He's very cool. But now they have a new one. Yeah. And if you get the deluxe one, he's got like, um, you know, a bunch of stuff with him. He's got like um, whoever, whoever it is that they were sacrificing right. to him you, and stuff. You know? the sacrificial. Yeah, the sacrificial woman. Yeah. So my 13 yeah. is uh, Christine from Drag Me to Hell. Oh, that's a good one. I think is a cool movie and... I I personally think that's a really underrated movie. And when I always bring it up when people are like, they're like, ah, oh, how can you do PG 13 horror? That's a, you know, you can't do it. And I think it probably depends on what kind of horror movie you're doing, but I think that's a good example of a PG 13 horror movie that really works. It's just great. It's not childish. And I think she's a good, like multi-layered character and like, you know, and, uh, she might not make it all the way through the movie. Right. So is she? Well, I guess she's the final. Final. Well, you don't know exactly, I guess. Yeah. Not to spoil Drag Me to Hell. It kind of spoils it right in the name of the movie. That's true. Yeah. Like, you've had 20 years to watch it. So I think we've given you enough time. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a really fun movie. Remember, we went to see it at the theater when it came first came out. So I, you guys have the character name. I actually have the actor's name here. So oh, okay. Try to look up the different uh, name. But anyway, I have a, well, I'll say the character's name is Aaron from your next. Oh, good. Which uh, I think is really a strong uh, female character in your next. Uh, yeah, it works. That's also a good uh, modern horror movie. It's good to Agreed. see Robert Crampton in that. Too. All right. Now for the Dirty Dozen number 12. My 12 is Kira from The Invitation. Oh, I don't think I've seen The Invitation. Oh, I recommend it. It's on Netflix. I haven't either. Oh, okay. I love, I love to watch that too. I highly recommend it. What What is the, can you just give us a quick, uh, what's it about? Well, I don't, I've already no, given no. a huge spoiler. <laughs> right. Well, that's it. Yeah, so I don't want to tell you. Oh, yeah. 
Hey, honestly, you know, I always say it on the show. It's best to go in without without knowing. I'll just know yeah. that that treacherous Trista recommends it. So. Yep, that's good I enough for me too. Idea. All right, cool. I will check that out. That'd be fun. Your number twelve, Troy. My number twelve is um. I have the character's full name on this one, but I had to look it up because I couldn't remember. Amy Harper from Funhouse, which I think is a really cool slasher flick. I'm a big fan of Funhouse. I love, yeah, I love the creature himself and stuff. Yeah, I think it's Toby Hooper's second best movie. Oh, is it? Yeah, I didn't right. even know it was Toby Hooper. Texas Chainsaw, but yeah, yeah, underrated movie, I think. Uh, yep, yeah, the I monster, like it a lot. He's not really a monster, but he's got a cool mask. Yeah. All right, so I have uh, Alice, who was played by Adrian King in uh, the original Friday the 13th for my number 12. Oh, nice. Um, not the first of that character, but I think, you know, one of the kind of the archetypes of the final girl. And she's, you know, strong at the end. She's battling uh, Miss, uh, Pamela Voorhees, decapitator. I'm always up for a good decapitation. Who isn't? Yeah, exactly. It's been my motto even before without your head. And hello to Bizarre Bizarre here in the chat. Number 11. My 11 is Michelle from 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh. That's my favorite of the of the Cloverfield movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's mine as well. I, I, I love John Goodman. I I, I, and I like uh, oh, yeah, Mario Goodman's great. too. Yeah, I just think it's a great acting exercise the dynamics go back and forth go back uh, the audience goes back and forth uh thinking who's culpable which is hard to do successfully so many films for me oh, are so yeah and uh <laughs> i know they kind of added in the the cloverfield stuff and in a way it's probably not really needed but the the best part is just them in the house and it's mostly you know it's dialogue and tension and Oh, yeah. He's done really well. Yeah, I wish Goodman would get more uh, roles. Me too. He's always been more dramatic excellent. Roles. Yeah. Or comedic roles. He's always good that way, too. Oh, yeah. Man, I just saw him when uh, we were at the casino. Uh, I was watching Big Lebowski was on in the hotel room. It's very weird. I don't. I never watch like, live nice. television. And so I'm watching Big Lebowski, and it's all edited, which is fine, but, you know, there's no language. I leave, come back to the room. The same channel that was editing out the language is all these is the infomercials for, for all these various sex toys. I was like, they just show this on, on regular TV. It was very strange to me. So I spent all my casino winnings. No. All right. Number 11. Oh. Your, oh, the salesperson was great on that, too. She was really into it. Yeah, and it was like five in the morning. Like you eat your breakfast and buy these uh these vibrators. <laughs> I was a big fan of the boot camp. Well, who wasn't? All right, my number eleven. Yeah, uh, the first of uh of two remakes on my on my list, and this is the first of them. And it's Barbara from Night of the Living Dead, uh, the Savini one. That's an excellent choice. I would, I, I won't say that's a better movie because I don't think it's a better movie. But I do think right. it's one of the better remakes. I like the, I like. I the, agree. 
And I like that they changed just enough from it, you know, to make it its own movie. And uh, especially that character, because I think they really update Barbara for, for modern day. It's a redemption for that character. Yeah, I the think. character arc is, is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because she, she kind of starts off like she's stunned from the whole, you know, events that happen, but she becomes like the most sensible and strongest character out of the group. You know? yeah, she becomes a stronger character in the original one. She, you know, kind of loses her mind. Yep. Yep. That's a good movie. Some people say, oh, that's yeah, that's a great choice. And uh, Patricia Tallman, you can check out our archives. We had a really cool interview with her. Oh yeah. Uh, years ago. All right. So my number 11 is Nev Campbell, who is a Sydney in scream. One of my honorable mentions. Okay, I'm not necessarily a huge Scream fan, but I think that's a that's a, a great character. I did watch it rec- uh, within the last few years, and it was better than I remember it. I don't know why. I'm, uh, I think just in my age, a lot of the '90s horror movies uh, franchises, I'm not really big on. Oh, like I know I what you do last summer and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of those I'm not really big on, but. I watched Scream again, and uh, it's better than I remember. Number 10. My 10 is uh, Nika from Curse of Chucky. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I'm a big uh, Fiona Dora fan. I think she's a great character actor. And this final girl is a paraplegic in a wheelchair, and, and it's really amazing. That's a good choice. That's, uh, yeah, like that that's one of the better sequels, I think, too, too. The child's play movies. Good choice. Number 10 for Troy. Number 10. Um, I have Sarah from The Descent, which scares the bejesus out of me, that uh, that movie. And I think she's, she's a pretty badass character. And I won't say if she, if anything bad happens to her. Oddly enough. I just looked up the character's name because I had the actresses because she's also my number 10. Excellent. I thought maybe I'd be the only one with the descent, but uh, that's also one of my favorite modern horror movies. Ditto. Uh, and uh, I would have actually probably had the character higher on the final girl. If it wasn't for, for the ending where does she survive or not? She, you know, probably doesn't spoiler alert. <laughs> But yeah, that's a, I love that movie. Yeah, really, me too. And I probably mentioned this before, but um, one year at uh, Brookline at um, Coolidge Corner Theater, uh, Coolidge After Midnight, I used to love to go go to that. Currently, it's not happening. But um, uh, they would do different themes. So one month was a vampire theme. And one of the movies they showed was The Descent. And I was like, well, how is that a vampire movie? Then I thought about it. And I was like, it really is a vampire movie if you took the vampire mythos and, like, took out all the supernatural elements. So they are, oh, like, yeah. what vampires would be if a vampire is a real thing, uh, like another uh, form of a human who evolved differently, you know, underground. So, so was, I thought it was an interesting, uh, you know, choice to include that in vampire movies. Creepy monsters. Great yeah, those guy. monsters. And just, just when they're going through the cave itself, it's just so freaky. Yes, I agree. And I don't like... Uh, I could never do that, be a spelunker. Oh, no, me either. I could never be a cat, as we were talking about beforehand, and crawl into, into little places. I'd be... <laughs> 
Yeah, I got that like little bit of claustrophobia too. I couldn't do it. All right. So as number ten, number nine. My nine is Maddie from Hush. Um, I'm nice. a big Mike Flanagan, Kate Spiegel fan, and again, this final girl is deaf and mute and, and uh, amazing as well. Really, really resilient and resourceful. That's a good one. I had that on my other mentions as well. I didn't think of it at all, but that's a great choice. That's, yeah. It was tougher, like, when I was thinking, and then going home, I had another one pop in, so I had to add that to my list. Number good nine. Choice. My number nine, um, it's a great character in, I wasn't in love with the show that she's from, but the character herself is just so great. And uh, it's Vic McQueen from Nosferatu. Oh, I, I only watched a couple episodes. I couldn't get into it. But. Yeah, they, they didn't do the best job with the series. Like they kept some of it, but change too much of it for my liking but the character was still really good um she probably would have been higher if they would have stuck closer to the the joe hill book um then vic, vic might have even been my number one if they would have done that but she still makes my list at number nine all right very good my number nine is stretch caroline williams and texas chainsaw massacre part two Nice. Good choice. Yeah, I really like, I used to not like this movie at all when I was a kid because it's so different than the first movie. But if you watch it, you know, I watch it later in life. If you go into it, you know, knowing that this is a comedic take on the first movie, uh, I think it's a very enjoyable film and it's a great character. Fun movie. And just throwing this out there, the Texas, the best Texas chainsaw massacres, uh, they don't fixate on Leatherface. <laughs> all these later ones, they just like that's all they think about is this Leatherface. He's not that interesting character by himself. The best ones, they it's the whole family. That's what makes him unique. Yeah. So then all these new ones, they just uh, Leatherface, Leatherface. So if you, when you make new ones, include the whole family. Great. Number eight. My eight is Sarah from the Descent as well. Oh, the next nice. One. It must be a everybody's list. All of us, yes. Yep. I have to watch that again sometime. I was really like. I remember not liking the sequel so much, but I, I think I only watched it the one time. It's okay, but it's yeah. It's just kind of redoing the first one, and it's not. It's just not as good because it's not really that. It's fine though. Uh, you're number eight, Troy. My number eight, um, I don't see this is one that I debated about because whether she was truly a final girl, because she's also uh, kind of the hero of the story and kind of the protagonist. And uh, but anyway, it's Clarice from Silence of the Lambs. Hmm, interesting. I guess we'll allow it. All right. <laughs> Sorry. No, no go on that. I think she's a final girl. I think she fits the criteria. Mostly because right, she's you. also on my list. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> all, right, all right. I've been outvoted. <laughs> no, but no, that's obviously a great choice. Um, so where am I? Number eight. 
I'm very I have a Sally Marilyn Burns from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If we're doing Scream Queens, which we'll probably do at some point, she'd probably be my number one. I think the best mm. Scream Queen in movies um, you really feel bad for. And I always think it takes me it takes me out of a movie if um, you could tell the person isn't reacting to the level they should be when something is really bad happening to them. But she really sells that, um, mm-hmm. the madness, you know, every, just like the descend of madness – and she's losing her shit. It's great, but then you, it makes great final girl because you feel so good for her when she when she escapes of all. Oh yeah. So I debated her being higher because of that, but anyway, she's my number eight. She could be higher. Lucky number seven, and Marilyn Burns was a, a really nice uh, person we met her. Number seven. My seven is Nancy from A Nightmare on Elm Street choice which i'm sure is on everyone's list yeah Yeah. but yep great choice i i have her on the list too i uh i think she could be really high and she is pretty high on my list but the weird ending you still don't know if she's the final you know i've never that's the only part of the movie i'm not big on the the kind of weird ending part hmm agreed yeah, she's like one of my, you know, one of my higher on the list. Mine too. What is your number seven? My number seven, um, also another one that I kind of debated about whether it's going to make the criteria, but I went with Carrie White from Carrie because I kind of see her and her big confrontation with her mother or mother's kind of the... Uh, kind of the evil person out of this this movie so yeah, so i'm i'm going with and, and the other kid oh yeah and yeah the, the bully. bully girl and yeah yep yeah she's tormented by a lot of people that's true so yeah so i'm sticking with carrie i think that's a great choice didn't uh, occur to me but excellent choice uh no one cares, but in the eighth grade in, in English class, we had to take um, modernish uh, books and we did book reports, but you had to do them as um, you had to relate yourself to the character. And uh, we had a choice of books and Carrie was on there. So mine was Carrie. Oh, nice. Uh, number seven, I have Susie from the original Suspiria. Oh, Nice which is a great movie. We did yep. an interview yesterday. The lighting reminded me of Suspiria. And uh, she goes through a lot. She's got to uh, fight the, all the witches and then the crazy witch at the end. And you've got little puppets, uh, puppets of dead people, which is always very cool to me. And yeah, Suspiria's a cool movie. I like the remake too. It's a much different movie. I too. I like both versions. I like that they made it different. Yep. I think if we're going to remake something, you might as well do something different. Otherwise, what's the point? Although then sometimes I'll see something that's totally different, and I'll be like, what the hell? Is <laughs> yeah, you got to keep the same, like, at least bones, I think. Right. You know, keep the skeleton from the original. Anyway. Right. Literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Number six. My six, I'm sure, is also on everyone's list, but it is uh, Lori from Halloween. It is on my list as well. 
it's hard to argue with that one. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm curious what Trista's real high people are because these these are like some of my Mount Rushmore kind of people. And I figured. I think part of it is just the films you see at certain times in your life. Uh, yeah, so you maybe connect yeah. a little more. Not based on it even being a better film or not, you know. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not on my list, but that's why I like a movie like Phantasm, because uh, I just remember <laughs> as a kid. It's still cool and all, but uh, it was one of the only things that ever scared me was uh, was the tall man. Oh yeah, Angus Scrim was the greatest. Yes, that and Magic. The yep. uh, really the ad of Magic. The movie's oh, yeah. good too. Uh, let's see, number six, Troy. My number six is Angus Scrim. From, oh, oh, um. <laughs> well, he is a woman, but he's not the final girl. In the beginning, he's the beginning girl because okay, he, he's making love to the what's the woman's called? The woman in gray or something? And it turns out to be Angus Scrim. It's kind of oh yeah. Crazy, if you think about it. All right, oh, my number six is my your point of view, I guess. Huh? Is my second remake. And uh, it's Mia from the Evil Dead remake, who's kind of the Ash character. Who I, I really like that uh, movie too. I think they did a really good job in it. Yeah, it's completely different. Yep. And you had you had to do a different uh, main character in it because otherwise people would just be like this. You can't have someone trying to be a new Ash. No. Because either they'll just be a different character and it won't be Ash. Or it's going to be like someone doing like a Bruce Campbell impression, and that'll be yeah. Yep, yeah, I agree. In a way, it's almost like I was th- how I I know a lot of people love the Dawn of the Dead remake, but I always feel like if it wasn't called Dawn of the Dead, I'd probably like it more. And I think yeah. uh, to some degree, the that movie's the same way. Yeah, you're probably right. There's probably some people that just refuse to move. Dead. Yeah, but I like it. Uh, my number six is Jennifer and I Spit on Your Grave, Camille Keaton, the original one. Excellent. Back and gets revenge on everybody. And starts uh, the the uh, the rape revenge uh, films. I was on my uh, honorable mention. It's weird. It's uh, not necessarily an enjoyable movie, but it's uh, right. It's a good movie. Uh, so number five. My five has been mentioned, and it's uh, Susie from Suspiria. I love that movie as well. Excellent. All right. Um, my number five. I have uh, Jess Bradford for from uh, Black Christmas, the original. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That was one that, like, I think started out as my number two, and then I started shuffling things around. I didn't think about it for some reason, but that's a a great choice. Um, And it's, you know, really fits in because it's, you know, a bunch of people and they keep getting picked off. Mm -hmm. Good movie. Your number five. Number five has been mentioned, Barbara from Night of Living Dead 1990. Nice. Even though I like the original one better, but for this particular uh, list, I think this one's more fitting. All right, now we're into the top four. Now things are, are getting nitty in the nitty gritty. I don't know what that means, really. <laughs> yeah, it just is, though. 
All right. Your number four, Trista. So my four has also been mentioned, and it's Clarice from Silence of the Lambs. Excellent. I've heard of that. I have not watched the show yet. Has anyone here watched the show yet? I like it. I like it a lot. I think um, the, the woman that plays that character is, is great in it. She, um, I tell you, everybody's real good. The, the one guy that's uh, is Kumar from Harold and Kumar, and like I can't get that out of my head. So he probably wishes he could, but yeah, it's true. I can't take him quite as seriously as I probably should so far. Yeah, I'm really interested in it. When I first heard about it, I was like, well, why would you make something, you know, in that universe when you can't use uh, Hannibal? But I mean, it's a it's a great character on her own, and then you get to uh, follow. So I'm interested in it. I should check it out. It's pretty cool. It picks up like right after um, Silence of the Lamb. So, um, so it's it's I like it so far. We're only five episodes in. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, number four. Yeah. Uh, I think my number four has also been mentioned, and it's Nancy from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, my number four has not been mentioned yet, and it's uh, pretty high for a new movie for me on this list, but I really liked it, and I kept thinking about it, and so I kept it here, is uh, Grace and Ready or Not. This was nice. a really surprising movie to me. I saw the trailers and I thought maybe it would be fun, but I honestly th- didn't think it would be something I'd like. And I went to see it. It was one of the last movies I saw in the theater. And uh, I just think it's such a well-made movie, very fun. Uh, and then the ending goes in a totally different re- direction mm-hmm. than anyone would expect, I think. And it's really batshit crazy. And it's, uh, yeah, I really dug it. I said I should have wore the shirt. Uh, it was one of the last free things I got to going to the movies. I got a free T-shirt. For going oh, to nice. Yeah. Just free stuff. I like free stuff. <laughs> Anyone out there wants to send me stuff. But anyway, uh, uh, Samara Weaving, Grace, and Ready or Not. And if no one's seen it, I recommend it. Very fun movie. Number three. For oh, Christmas. me. My three is... Um, uh, what is my three? Oh, Sally in, in Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, she's great. And she, argue really, that. she really originated it, you know? Yeah. And you're right. You mentioned she's sort of reactionary, but she still gets away. And um, yeah. and that final scene is very haunting, I think, and very true to life. She's sort of lost her mind yeah and it's not it, it i think it adds another element of horror where the horror doesn't stop here even though she escaped you could tell this is going to have a lasting effect on her uh throughout the rest of her life but she's Great. even just her eyes are iconic in that mm-hmm. the movements and they're big and it shot really well because it really captured all that and i know there's lots of stories of maybe there was you know gunner really cuts her and all these things but uh Whatever happened, uh, it's a, an amazing performance. Mm-hmm. I think that's yep. the standard for um, for what you want to call a scream queen or a victim or whatever in a movie. is. Uh, she just sells the terror in that amazingly. Oh, without a doubt. Kind of hard to watch. <laughs> yep. Number three. All right. My number three... Um... Didn't expect this one to be on my Mount Rushmore or my top four, but uh, also the most recent of of like the movies, I think high up on my list, is Ophelia from uh, Pan's Labyrinth. 
who might also be the only actual girl that's like uh, my final girl. Wow, that's a great one. Yeah, I love the movie. I just like it, it blew my mind when I first saw that one. I think it's like you were saying, it depends on your mindset when you see certain movies. And this one, I think when we saw it, like I had no expectations. I didn't know anything about it or how it was going to be. And I just, I loved it. I loved the, the character. I loved the movie. Just everything about that. Excellent choice. That's one I didn't think about. Yeah, me neither. Uh, number three, Heather Lane Camp and A Nightmare on oh. Elm Street, which has been on everyone's list. Yep. For good reason. Number two. My tea has been mentioned as well, and it's just from Black Christmas. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Should be on mine. I didn't think about it. Number two for Troy. My number two is... And I'm starting to think that we might all have the same number one, depending on yeah, what number too. Neil's number two is. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, Laurie Strode from Halloween? My number two might be your both of your number one, maybe, and that is Ripley and Alien. I mean, that's yeah, that's my number one. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> if you think, I mean, it's like very powerful and believable. Uh, you know, started, and it was uh, a time when that wasn't really done often. You know, the powerful woman at the end. Um, where sometimes, you know, a lot of the horror movies did have a woman at the end, but it it was more like she was surviving. Where you know, she goes on the offense and kills the alien. So, and that started all all the movies after that. <laughs> yeah, I have an alien thing around here somewhere, but I'm not sure. Uh, so that was both your number ones as well. Yeah. So my number one was, uh, was a uh, Halloween Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, okay. We got some plot Only from this last one though, right? No, no, definitely not. Uh, if I could find the alien thing, it's, it's cute though. It's a, it's a pencil sharpener. Nice. And so you stick the pencil in the, in the alien's mouth. I don't know why they made such a thing, but it's cute. <laughs> so, uh, any honorable mentions that did not make uh, anyone's list? I have Helen from Candyman. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. Have, I feel uh, like Troy has a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I do, well, uh, most of them, though, like somebody has mentioned here and there, but I do have Dana from Cabin in the Woods, which I thought was oh, a really clever movie. And I really like it, yeah. Um, Jesse from Gerald's Game. Oh, but it's hard not to be the final girl when you're pretty much the only living character, like you know, out of two people. I have a Wendy from The Shining. Oh, and Charlie McGee from from, uh, Oh, good, good. Charlie McGee from Fire uh, Starter. Oh, that's I don't know. Uh, I, that's on my list of I've been listening to a lot of classic King books that I never read. Uh, some listen to them on audio, and uh, that's that's the next one I probably listen to. I have two other ones. I have Max from Final Girls, which is a really fun movie if you haven't seen it. 
and uh, Edith Cushing from Crimson Peaks, which I really enjoyed. I know that's not one of your favorite uh, Guillermo's, but... No, I'm not a big fan of it. But I think I'm in the minority. Most people like it. Maybe I should rewatch it. Yeah, go in there with an open mind. You know. You're a happier man these days. I bet you'll enjoy it. True. Well, like like uh, Trista said, there are times when you watch a movie and there might be other reasons why you go and you don't want to enjoy yourself. Then you watch it again and you, and you look at it differently. You know, it's the opposite of saying, like, uh, remembering it fondly because the time in the life you, you saw yep. it. Um, I was trying to look at my name. Oh, I actually, wonder what if there's a difference, like if there's a opposite of like gilding the lily, you know, like something that you don't remember fondly, and then you find out that it's actually not that bad. Yeah, I mean, I've done that with lots of things. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Carol Ann from Poltergeist, I also had in my honorable mention. Oh, that's a good choice too. Carol Ann. <laughs> Yeah, this is this was a this was a fun one. This was it's always a good time doing the list, so I, yeah. I have a lot of fun. It's fun just racking your brain trying to think of like all these different characters. Right. Yeah. Next time, uh, but this one kind of came up short notice, but uh, in the future when we do some thirteens, it'd be fun to have guest co-hosts on too, so they can bring in their thirteen. Agreed. We haven't heard from uh, from from Justin Bernard heading uh, head for a while. So. Behead. That's true. I he probably if he's just a had his list already. Fan. Yeah, he probably had his list already because he has many lists. It's true. I'm sure he'd be happy to join us. Yeah. Our, our team, yeah. I think so too. Yeah. So coming up, instead of a month, it's going to be probably six weeks. The so six weeks of the werewolf. It'll be the end of April through May, and that'll be fun. Going to get some guests on from uh, different werewolf films, and then uh, we'll probably the last week of that we'll do our thirteen uh, favorite werewolves. So we already have D. Wallace uh, coming on for the fortieth anniversary of the Howling. That's exciting. So if it's the fortieth anniversary of the Howling, it would also be the fortieth anniversary of America Werewolf in London and Wolfen, because all three came out the same year. It was, that, that's a movie I never liked as Wolfen, but I'll, I'll have to give it another shot because Troy always liked it. I think Troy would make a great werewolf, actually. I do, too. This is I'm my, glad he took that as a compliment. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I, like, I always like different like different lycanthropes, too, like maybe a werebear or werebore, uh, something like that. I like it. Maybe, maybe there could be one in the future in the in the without your head monster cereals. Ooh, that's true. A wear rat, you never know. I have one in mind, but I'll tell you off here so we don't want to spoil it. If he, in case he's not into it either, the, the that's true. We don't want to offend anybody. You remind me of a werebore. Hey, what's that supposed to be? It's not a werewolf, so I'll give you that. All right. But uh, if I do my impression of the old school Wolfman, which is over here, it's Nice. That's very good. Because <laughs> it's the the teeth, the canines are coming up from the bottom as opposed to the top. Thank you for explaining. The, yes. the best impression prior <laughs> <require> explanation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
It's always I tough when you're doing a pantomime, too, you know. <laughs> I already have the underbite. Naturally. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> the dentist told me he could he could fix it he could he would dislocate my jaw and push it back like an eighth of a millimeter and then and then like wire it shut i was like no it's 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 fine it gives me no issues at all i don't want my yeah, then did you show him the werewolf then he'd probably understand <laughs> then i and he's like yeah we get it get the, get the bricks buddy Listen to Krista. We we don't explanation. You could be a werewolf for Halloween too. Yeah, we could be the werewolf brothers. I like that. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a good idea though, Troy Werewolf. I like this, Trista. Trista, I do. I'm digging it too. We'll have to we'll have to look. We'll have to start preparing for 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 Halloween. Oh God, what have I done? I think I made me as a werewolf and on our like original uh, without your head oh, logo. Yeah. yeah, from two thousand. It was either late two thousand. With two thousand six, we launched a website, but our first show was two thousand five. Yeah, and Troy's the uh, Wolfman. I'm Frankenstein. Uh, our original uh, third member, John, was the Mummy, and Barbie, who actually was never on the show, but he's in the logo, <laughs> is uh, is uh, Dracula. Yeah, well, I didn't realize he didn't like horror movies, which was odd. I thought maybe, you know, he would. Yeah, then he was was very weird because then he got mad that he wasn't on the show. (coughs) He doesn't watch horror. I don't know. But then we then our original patch too. you were the Wolfman, right? That's right. Wolfman Frankenstein. and John was Dracula then because John got I shouldn't say this. (laughs) But he got mad that he's the mummy. I don't know. It was weird. I'd be proud to be the mummy. I love the mummy. Those characters are perfect for you guys, I think. I agree. I, I do I do like, you know, me on the cereal box anyway. So like yeah, the Igor me is a good good thing too. I think they're my favorite designs that we've done. That and, and the, the, the uh Easter head hunt. I think I'll I do love them things. too. Which is that? Yeah, those are my favorite too. And that's uh, should have some new ones coming up at some point. Yep, and there'll be a. It won't be an actual video game, but the, <laughs> unless I really spend like years developing my skills in this, but there will there will be some videos and stuff of the uh, of the uh, serial monsters in eight uh, bit video games and. Some I other. look forward to that. Yeah. But yeah. Go on, sorry. Oh, no, I just said it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, lo- and uh, people really love the boxes, so it's happy about that. It's cool seeing Troy's pictures out there. And the old serial ads were always great anyway. Like, you know, when you get the strange animated things, like Quisp was always my favorite. It was a weird little alien who would, uh, I think it was, done by the people that made Bullwinkle. They'd have the little spinner beanie on and be flying around the cosmos. They had a, a feud with uh, Quake, who was a lumberjack, which you always think of an alien and lumberjack that's, you know, a blood feud. 
Always from way head. back when. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I just remember our, our friend. The tale Rob. is old as time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The Hatfields and the McCoys, the aliens and the lumberjacks, you know. I've been looking at a lot of old cereal boxes just to get like some different like pops and different things. So I could think of different names for, but uh, are the uh, Ron Hex who did our original theme song on, on the show. He did a, a song uh, call me Quisp, Was it? Um, yeah. Yep. And he says that the lyrics he wrote after me and I never quite understood that. But. Uh, I don't believe anything that he told you. That's my <laughs> advice. It was, it was very strange lyrics. I don't know. Would, but anyway, it was a cool song. Do you have a favorite monster cereal, Troy? Uh, not not the new ones that we, but uh, the original ones. Oh, um, as far as the taste goes, or the well, I look? guess you could take that either way. Because taste, uh, I'm a Booberry fan. I am a Booberry fan myself, but. When they remade them and they brought them back, and they probably always had that weird chemical aftertaste, but I didn't notice when I was six years old. But now it really bothers me. I don't really care for it. I've never been a sugary cereal fan. As you That's know. true. You never even liked marshmallows in your cereal. You know, I like like granola and stuff, which <laughs> I found out later in life is just as bad for you. So, but I think maybe the look of the the uh, the monster cereals like. Fruit Brute didn't stay around for long, but I like that that crazy, groovy, gooly werewolf look. Yeah, he's very cute. I probably Frankenberry for look, Frankenberry or Booberry. I'll have to do our top uh, freakies. See which one. Uh, there was one of the freakies from the old freaky cereal that had a trunk. Who I just adored. I, I don't. Anything with a trunk is always cool. Anyway. Like who was it? The the elephant guy from uh, the He-Man. banana splits, oh. you know. There was a He Man one too, in the in like the dying days of Masters Universe. Like, that had a trunk. Yeah, he had. He was like I'm a, a fan of anything with a trunk. Dude, he had a big metal elephant head and a trunk, and nice. You could fill it with water, and he squirt it out like a squirt gun. I want more critters with trunks. There you go. Wish my tortoise had a trunk. <laughs> There you go. Maybe you can build the trunk for Halloween. That's true. My tortoise will go as a strange. For you. Oh, for me. Okay. Were- yeah, I like that. The werefant. Oh, all right. I'm digging that. That that would definitely. Yep. I like you, that. You created a new monster here. <laughs> I think Trista started it all. Yep. She's no, to blame. no. <laughs> Don't put that on yeah. me. <laughs> so in uh not this weekend but the coming weekend is uh easter headhunt it's our fifth um severed limbs film festival so you jo- go and there you go it's wearing the shirt i love it uh it I looks great on you yep so i think we all different color mine's green Roy's is gray and i think tristy got a black one or a white one i'm not sure white white and uh so, uh, yeah, there's actually going to be a couple more announced probably tonight. Uh, shorts, join the Facebook group, and it's a Facebook watch party. So you go in there. It's t- free to, to submit your films, free to watch them. It's really about uh, seeing cool stuff. And if you're a filmmaker, having your stuff seen by an by interactive group, it's really fun for uh, people watching and the filmmakers. They can all come, interact. It's a good time. 
it's been a highlight, I think, of doing Without Your Head the last couple of years. I really enjoy it. I've loved them so far. They, they've been so good. I just, even the ones that are kind of goofy, like, you know, yeah. oh, you know, they're only a few minutes long and you're on to the next one, you know? So, like, so good. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a couple that I think the ones I announced some new ones yesterday. So go and look there, get them all. But uh, there's actually a couple that's going to be the premiere the first time they've played anywhere. So that's very nice. fun. And uh, hopefully we can show this one because it's, it's out there and very graphic. The Jerry show, we were going to show it last time, but it, for some reason we couldn't show it, but we're going to try to show it this time. Um, and hopefully Facebook doesn't kick us off or something, but, uh, but that's, that's played before other places, but Oh, here it is running away from the unknown. This is going to be its premiere. And, um, uh, I'm just getting the actor made it, uh, Dom Calvito made it, who, who is in the original toxic Avenger. I believe this is the first thing that he wrote and directed. So that's, uh, exciting. And well, this one will also be uh, the premiere is uh, Stay Inside Michael by uh, Jeremy Joseph Aruda, who did a really cool animated short last time. He's very uh, Tim Burton, Tim Burton-esque with the little dog. Oh, yeah. Yep. I like that whole group that make uh, movies. They're uh, local in Boston. It came from the 508. They make a lot of cool stuff. All right. Anything else you guys would like to uh, tell everyone? Um, watch Clarice. It's it's been really good. Um, nothing else. It's really grabbing me. I don't can't think of anything that I've watched recently. Um, well, is it Christine? Meet. This is an amazing name. Real quick here in the chat, he's saying, "Howdy, strangers. He must be someone from our past." Meet Mungus Merlo. So hello to Meet Mungus Merlo. I like that. Yeah. All right. So you can get the shirt like Troy's wearing. You can get the the, uh, the Monster Serial shirts. You go to withoutyourhead.com slash tees. And that's uh, the tee shop. All kinds of t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, all kinds of stuff. Or... There are some people uh, who prefer to get stuff off Amazon, so just go to Amazon and look for Without Your Head. I think there's a link right on the website. Uh, they don't have a, as many varieties, but you can get your T-shirts and you get free shipping uh, with Amazon Prime. So you can get them either place. Lots of cool stuff. And if you just want to shop Amazon, go to withoutyourhead.com slash Amazon. You'll pay the same prices, but Without Your Head will get a little bit. Uh, it'll help, out, help pay for some of the expenses on the website. All right. Win. It's been very fun. And it's good to see everyone, as Trista said. Oh, yeah. Always good to see you guys. Thank you, Thank you for an excellent show. Yeah. We'll Thank be back you. this Sunday. And then we'll be back next week. So keep so subscribe and then check everything out. All right. I'll shut up and uh, we'll take off. <laughs> Until Bye. next time. Right. Good night, everybody. Right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
streets are cold.